0: Hello again everyone. Welcome back to another episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, ConJop. This week, Alexa is a little bit under the weather, so I have a special guest with us as we do a review of Anime Expo, which took place July 1st through the 4th in Los Angeles. Hope you guys enjoy. Without further ado, this week we are welcoming in a special guest, Brittany Braun from Brittany Braun Designs. How's it going, Brittany?
1: Oh, it's good. It's (laughs) early.
0: (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Yes, it is early. Thank you. Um, Alexa is not with us today. She is, um, I don't even know how to put it, food poisoning.
1: Yeah, she's battling,
0: (laughs) battling some food. Yeah, so it's just going to be the two of us, and we're going to be doing a review of a show that you attended in July, uh, Anime Expo. Yes. So tell us, first of all, I guess, because I'm – You've been, on, you've been on the show before, but it's been a minute. So uh, tell everybody about you. So I
1: do feminine fandom fashion. And my specialty is a line of handmade pleated with pockets. <laughs> always the exciting addition. Um, and then the goal of the company is to dress you in cute head to toe. So I have everything from hats to socks to tops and accessories and we feature various lines throughout the year but um most people know me as the skirt girl so
0: (laughs) could be worse walking around
1: it's it's (laughs) yes
0: i'll take it i'll take it that's good well thanks again for coming on and um so yeah so anime I mean you live you live out there so this was in la right yes
1: at the la convention
0: center it was july 1st through the 4th which july 4th is obviously the best day in america for one reason and that's because it's my birth but uh, <laughs> I, I, I hear i hear there's other reasons but i'll chalk it up to just being that
1: there's this um, little holiday it's some people celebrate it
0: i've never heard of it <laughs> but uh, yeah so it's a, it's a four day show and you said you already said it's a big so explain
1: um I mean, to my knowledge, it is the largest anime convention in the country. Uh, One of the top anime conventions in the world as far as attendance. Um, There are some in Asia, of course. I've I've heard that there's one that gets like 500,000 attendees. I don't know anything about it. Um, But that's understandable. All the companies are over there. The fan base is over there. Um, But this one is huge. And it's been around for um, quite a while. They... I don't know what they claim their ticket sales are. I've heard 150 thousand people thrown around, um, but that might just be how many people come to the city or with industry and stuff like that. Um, but I would definitely say they are in the upper, uh, close to 100 thousand attendees um, threshold of okay. uh, of shows, and um, and it's it's just huge because it's sort of like the the San Diego Comic-Con of anime conventions. Um, the front of the hall is big, massive companies that um, set up huge displays and photo ops and exclusives and have um, some of it's, you know, just here. here's this show and a booth that we've set up to basically be the aesthetics of the show and they don't really sell anything. Um, or there's like a Kotobukiya has their big booth with all of their statues that they're going to be selling throughout the year on display. So there's big companies like that. And then the exhibit hall is <clears throat> always sold out. Um, it's a big wait list to all get four into days. that show.
0: Oh, for the exhibitors. Um, but there. for the yeah.
1: exhibitors, yeah. Right. And then they also take <clears throat> over. So that's in the South Hall, which is the big hall. Um, for vendors who do other shows there, like um, when WonderCon was there, it was in the South Hall. When LA Comic-Con is there, it's in the South Hall. Um, the West Hall is the additional hall that's across the bridge. And they took they take over the West Hall, too. Um, but a lot of that is um, game, And there are some other vendors and stuff out there, too. But they take over the entire convention center and um, part of the plaza that's out in front, too. So... It's it's physically large. It's attendance wise large, and it is vendor capacity large.
0: Um, and so you mentioned some of the bigger names. Like I know some of the shows that we're doing, uh, we're, we're doing now. Some of the bigger names like the Funkos and the Marvels or whatever aren't, you know, I have pulled out of them. <clears throat> so they're still they were they were at that one.
1: Um, I don't th- don't think along the lines of like the traditional Funkos and stuff like that. These are going to be all of. um right right anime companies but yeah yeah I know some of them um were probably still not able to attend this year just due to international travel issues supply issues COVID issues um I don't know the specifics of which companies didn't make it but I can tell you that last this this year we we haven't had the show since 2019 because um I think technically they maybe could have tried to have it in 2021, but they didn't because of the international travel. I think there were a lot of companies that weren't going to be here. So they just decided to forego it last year. Um, and they did like an online um, anime expo. <clears throat> but, um, but there was there were a lot of big companies back there this year. So they, they definitely are still... And, um, Go ahead. So So then let's
0: talk about, let's talk about load in then. So you don't, do you, do you drive and and do like, you go through the docks or do you just come in through the front?
1: For LA, I go in through the docks. I do a big, big setup for the, my local shows. And um, I will say load in at LA convention center is like the easiest load in of almost any convention center that I do. You, they give you very precise instructions. um, So credits, I guess, to anime, Expo for that and you you drive up there's a tent you sign in you know your booth number they give you a color-coded paper as to which door you have to go to and then um it I mean I was I was in line and up to the dock and unloaded in like 20 minutes I mean it was really really fast and I went really early I got there um I think they you can start Load in. I think at eight. I think I was there at nine, and just like no wait. When I went to leave after I was done setting up in the afternoon, so maybe around three or four, there was a line of cars. But that might have just been because a lot of people were getting in late. But it's still very organized. um
0: And the union no, moves they all can, your
1: stuff in. And,
0: and <clears throat> I was going to say pyramid. a lot of a lot of these other conventions can learn. Could definitely could definitely probably either learn a, a few things or at least try to improve because. Alex and I always talk about I mean I don't go through them usually but the you know the majority of these other ones there's always a huge debacle with these with these loading docks <clears throat> so
1: it's yeah, good and, to hear somebody LA, does it right yeah LA Convention Center has a huge dock so I think that helps um and obviously I know there's some convention centers that I hear about where it's like oh they only have two doors for this massive convention center and I'm right. like comic-con cannot be the only show where there's a lot of people who have to unload here so you know yeah i, I it, it is what it is people can say what they want to say about union docs versus non-union docs and whatever but la's union takes care of it so
0: it's really easy huh. okay so then let's i mean we already kind of touched on attendance like let's let's kind of get into the sale then so we'll start just with the first day so the thursday I mean, was it, packed, was it packed for a Thursday for what we would call it, it is, know, packed for a Thursday? It is packed
1: almost to a dangerous level. Um, I didn't have an issue with it because I don't really walk around on the floor, but I did hear from some attendees and some other people that I know that do the show that they were almost uneasy with how many people were there um, with with COVID and COVID everything going on um this is not new for the show the show is always jam-packed tickets sold out like when when you walk in the la convention center to um like to go into the exhibit hall you can they have a special entrance for vendors so we walk in the side and we can walk up to the second level in la the lobby is down a level from the exhibit hall and you can look over and you cannot see floor. It's so packed. It is. And this is just Thursday. And this, this is every day.
0: Okay. Yeah. Saturday,
1: Saturday is definitely the worst. Um, and I, I did hear from some attendees that it took them like two hours to get through getting their COVID, uh, wristbands, getting their badges, getting through the line to get in, and then finally getting in the door. Um, Parking is a nightmare. I that is the one <laughs> thing that I wish that they could figure out. It is just an absolute nightmare every every day. And Thursday is the worst because nobody's figured it out yet. Um, but and people, you know, people are rude and on the streets and everything. But um, that has nothing to do with Anime Expo. But um, it just it is just jam packed and and people are for the most part ready to buy right away. I mean. It's you know it works kind of a similar calculation to anything, but Thursday is worth having. It's it's not like it's one of those Thursdays where you're like, so okay, one the, everybody's just walking yeah. around, and no, they most people are are ready to buy and and are participating in purchasing. Plus, there's so a lot of the, people who can't get weekend badges; they have to get Thursday badges.
0: So. Right. So one of the few shows that a Thursday actually matters is actually worthwhile. Because I always I say it all the time: there's only a few. There really is only a few worth, yeah. You know, is worthy. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Sure. All right. So then, Friday. I mean, I guess we can kind of talk about it in bulk. I mean, Thursday, Friday, Saturday sales. Were were there were there any differences from what you just said on any of the four days, or Um, the other three days?
1: Monday is a lighter day. It's Monday.
0: um,
1: Yeah, because so the show goes well. Here's the, this is the interesting thing about Anime Expo. Every year, the show touches 4th of July. So I've done the show when they've done uh, like July 3rd through the 7th. I've done it where they've done the 1st through the 4th. <laughs> sometimes 4th of July is in the middle. Sometimes it's on the end. I think they typically try to make it on either the beginning or the end. Um, and it's worked out the past few years that it's been... sort of close to a weekend so it's never been like monday through friday it's you know it's always kind of on a weekend um so fourth of july was monday this year and um they do close the show early so the show only goes i believe it was 10 to 3 Um, that's cool yeah so you know you can still get out and see fireworks and stuff which i think helps attendance because people are not you know going to see fireworks until it's dark outside anyway like I was completely loaded out and it was so um you know that doesn't interfere with that at all I think for some people they don't like that it's on the holiday because it um you know it takes away from the holiday but um and travels ex- more expensive and stuff like that but that day, I would say sales were just lighter in general because it's a shorter day and because there was a percentage of people that weren't going to come on that day because of the holiday. Right.
0: Um, but it was still good overall.
1: But it was still good overall. Yeah, it right. still was a day worth having sales. So, um, right. And then Saturday and Sunday are pretty pretty equal um, because because of it being the four-day show. So it was basically like having two Saturdays. Um, and my sales were up. Quite a bit from 2019, um, like 25, 30 percent. So this is it's again one of those things where this is the first show, first show back since the closure. Is it going to be like this next year? Because everybody was super excited to come back to Anime Expo. We hadn't had one in three years. Um, yeah, we won't know until next year. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, in in my experience in this show um, throughout the three or four years I've done it, my sales have grown every year. So, <laughs> okay.
0: And so I guess the next thing would be the, the value of the booth. I mean, is it, is it, I mean, it sounds like it's, it should, it could technically be a, you know, a really expensive booth, but it's worth it because it sounds like, you know, they have the attendance and the sales, but I mean, what is the cost of the booth and did you feel like it was worth it?
1: Um, <laughs> I don't have my cost in front of me, but it is on the pricey side. Oh, here we go. I know. <laughs> if I just traveled with my books all the time, I'd be the best vendor ever. <laughs> um, it, it is a pricey booth um, in the grand scheme of convention world. Uh, it's not quite as expensive as New York or um, San, Diego, San Diego to compare it to something else, but it is it is on the higher end. Um mm-hmm one of the things that's hard too is it's very difficult to get a corner at the show. Um, It took me a couple years to get, to get one. And um, you know, so then that adds additional costs and stuff like that. So depending on your booth side, but I would say it's totally worth it. Um, I don't have travel expenses, but even if I, if even if I did have to fly or drive to it and stay in a hotel, I would think it would be worth it. Um, And I'm not even a primarily anime company i i do a special line of skirts that are anime inspired uh just for that show and i typically sell out of all of them um but for companies that are very anime based or have a, a large anime clientele i would think it would definitely be worth it um, okay. so so i think i think the value of the booth is there and and the freights included Um, you do get tables and drapes and chairs
0: (laughs) which Um, is always good
1: (laughs) yeah which is becoming you know a a conversation in the industry yeah Um, I'm trying to think of what else that they include that like matter to people but I don't know I shouldn't say and I said that wrong I, I don't know if they include freight as far as like free shipping to the convention center but the dre it just included you can use the dock
0: They will take this up to your doc. Yeah. And then, so did you give it much chance to walk around? Like, did you get a chance to look at the variety of vendors that were there? Was it like, I mean, you said it's an anime show, so obviously it's going to be, I'm assuming predominantly anime, but was there a, you know, like when I, when I talk about this particular topic, I like to say, you know, I saw a bunch of, uh, you know, there was a bunch of digital, I saw a bunch of uh, watercolor, I saw a bunch of uh, oil and acrylic paintings, you know, it wasn't all one type. You know what I mean when you see like the same booth over and over. You're like, "Geez, they all have like the same thing, just different poses." You know what I mean? But it all yeah. looks so similar. <clears throat> so, what were your thoughts um, on that?
1: I would say that there's a good variety. I I never even made it to Artist Alley. Um, it's in another love. It's in another level of the convention center. And from what I hear, like a few years ago, someone passed out in there because it was so crowded. It was so hot. Um, so the artists are getting the love. Um, so it must be a great artist alley. Cause I do hear a lot about, um, how crowded it is in there. Um, but I, I would say, so I see, you know, you see a lot of toys, you see a lot of clothes, um, a lot of books, obviously, um, t-shirts, uh, they have an entire 18 plus section that is oh. from almost floor to ceiling curtained off. Like you can't even see into it because that's where they have all the hentai and, and I, I've never actually been in there. And from what I've heard, it's not actually that like bad. Um,
0: it's just risque.
1: Yeah. It's like, you can't show crotch or nipples, I guess, is how you get into the 18 plus. That's what has to be in there. And there are apparently some like tents within the tent oh, where sure. you can actually go in and like preview the hentai that you buy. Um, but it's, I mean, it's popular. My booth is actually right across from the exit for that, um,
0: oh, which that I was- like a good about. spot, right?
1: Well, I was concerned about it because I was like, oh, if people aren't interested in the 18 plus, then they're not even gonna walk down there. Um, but it didn't seem- And there's such a variety of people coming out of there. It's not like it's like just all guys or, you know. So um, the I had a lot of people that would like walk out and then they're like, oh, there's, this is cool. You know, so um, I, I would say that I would say to answer your question, there is a variety of stuff. I don't think I walked around and thought, oh, it's just the same thing over and over again.
0: Um, That's good. That's good. There's enough then, to choose from. And then last thing really is communication. Was it, you know, good? Because we know as many shows as we all do, but sometimes you don't get an email till like, you know, a couple of days before or, you know, stuff like that, or no email at all or anything they're not really helping us we got to reach out so how is that in terms of you know hey here's the uh all the information you need for setup here's the dates the times all that stuff.
1: they are um almost over communicate actually they send out a monthly newsletter um leading up to the show that just kind of covers all bases and then um keeps you updated on When your certificate of insurance is due, um, they're one of the few shows that actually make you submit your insurance to them, um, which makes sense because they're a huge show. Um, They uh, keep you up to date on the floor plan, on um, hours, all that stuff. They, They really do communicate that information well. And they have a portal. They have an exhibitor portal that you can always log into. So that has all of the information. Um. The only thing that I had an issue with this year, and every vendor that you talked to had an issue with, um, was the loadout communication was wretched. Like,
0: wretched.
1: Wretched. I mean, I have never seen... The, I don't know what happened this year. They did switch companies who were running the show. And I didn't know that this is how this works, but I thought convention centers were attached to a specific like Freeman or GES or, you know, whichever mm, company it yeah. is. Apparently some convention centers, they, the show contracts with one of those companies, and then they work with a convention center. So they must've switched and I'm not going to name names because I can't even remember right now which specific one this one was this year, but the loadout, you know, there's always somewhere where you go get your loadout slip. And then your booth is supposed to be all broken down and then you can go get your slip and then you go get your car and you pull it up to the dock. Well, this year, some people got sheets on their booth. Some people got sheets, but didn't know what they were for. Um, You know, there's some companies needed sheets that were for like, um, if you actually needed them to come pick up your stuff to ship. Versus just, like, I didn't need someone to come ship my stuff. I just needed to get my car up to the dock. So when you went to that line, then there were, like, three different lines. And we heard, within standing in that line for 45 minutes, three different people come to say which line you were supposed to be in based on what you needed. Then after all of that, we were told you can't – you have to, you have to get a pa- If you get a pallet, you have to shrink wrap it. If you don't have your own shrink wrap, they're going to charge you for it, well, which I'm we like- didn't know prior to loading our pallets. So then I don't have a cart because that was never communicated. Right. Then I talked to another vendor and he said, I just loaded it on the pallet. They didn't make me shrink wrap it to come in. I'm just going to go try. So then we just go to the dock and we get our cars pull up. I'm thinking, great, I've got my dock pass. I'm going to pull up. Nope. They made me pull up, park my car, get out of the car and go wait in a line. The line I stood there for over an hour waiting to get another pass so that I could go up to the dock and get to the correct door. The ven- There were vendors out there yelling. Um, it was, it was really, really bad. I like timed it. Um, and <clears throat> it was, hours between me having my booth completely packed up and getting to the door and I don't know if it was because it was loadout on a holiday I don't know because the this company didn't know what they were in for for loadout because loadout is always harder than load in is at the dock because everybody's fighting for their spot and stuff but it was it was really really bad And I, I, that's, you know, when they did their survey and whatnot afterwards, I mean, I know I put in there that that had to get fixed. Um, it, yeah, that's the only communication I would complain about. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I guess it can't all be tens, right? Yeah. So what, uh, so obviously it sounds like without a doubt, you'd do it again, right? You'll be back. Yeah. you re-up, do you re-up there? Do you re-up at? Do they send it through email later or how does that work with them?
1: They usually do, um, You get a number based on seniority. Um, So if you were the very first vendor to sign up with them when they did their show, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, um, you're number one. If you were the last vendor that they signed up for 2022, you are, you know, number 500, whatever. Um, And then they come around to the booth and they individually say, how much space do you want? Here's the map where you can choose choose your spot. This year, they told us that they were not going to do it on site and they were going to send out an email for renewals, which they have not done yet. Um, so I'm not 100% sure what is changing with next year, but they are um, doing a Anime Expo uh, Light, I think they're calling it or something like that, they're in November um, in Ontario, California. And um, which I guess is to help alleviate some of the attendance at the summer show. Um, You know, and to just have another show. I mean, they have the attendance to cover it, but that might be why they're focusing on that versus the renewal for next year. But usually
0: they, they go in order basically if seniority. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's perfect then. So, Do you have anything else you'd like to add about the show?
1: Um, I don't think so. I mean, if for anybody who wants to do it, I always recommend applying because it is going to take a long time to get into. Um, And as you keep applying, you know, maybe try to attend or at least, um, you know, listen to podcasts like this, follow the blog so you can kind of see what people are wanting and that way you know you have product. I do know a few vendors who have tried it and it has not been successful for them. And I know my first year wasn't as successful as my second and third because I learned what product to bring and what people um in that market were were interested in. So if anyone is thinking about trying the show, um, it's definitely worth researching a little bit more if you're not used to anime convention.
0: So as big as the show is, do you do you notice a bunch of empty boots? No
1: not at no, all okay because you know
0: you know sometimes we go to these big shows and people just don't come or whatever so they're just a bunch of empty spots so
1: no this is um if you give up your spot you do not come back next year and um they i i, I mean there, i'm sure there's a few sprinkled throughout for whatever yeah. last minute things popped up but it's um no people people come it's it's not a uh uh, it wasn't worth my time this year, so I just didn't show up. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Um, anything else you want to add, how
1: people can find you? Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook under Brittany Braun, B-R-I-T-T, <laughs> B-R-I-T-T-N-E-E, B-R-A-U-N. And on Etsy, I, uh, have a new Etsy store under Brittany Braun Designs. It's spelled the same way and designs is spelled normal, but there's no spaces in between because Etsy doesn't allow spaces in your name. So <laughs> uh, so if you search for Brittany Braun Designs, no spaces in between the, t- uh, the three words, or you can just do etsy.com slash shop slash Brittany Braun Designs and it'll take you directly, directly to the page.
0: Awesome. It's All right. Beautiful. Well, thanks again for coming on and uh, maybe we will uh, talk to you soon. I appreciate it. Awesome. Have a good day, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody.